0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Bikini and the Brain. I am here with the lovely Ashley Kaltwasser.
1: Hi. That's <laughs> me. That's what they call me around here.
0: How are you doing today, Ashley? I'm
1: doing good. I'm doing wonderful. Yeah? You, know? yeah. you
0: look rested. You look good.
1: Yeah. I mean, Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, had a nice relaxing day yesterday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're in here shooting. I saw you shooting in the cameras. I was like, what's going on? was <laughs> in some like retro outfit. Uh, you do. You like those retro shoots, huh? You
1: know, I like to have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I realized I had like a headband in my car and I had knee high socks and then the photographer brought a mini trampoline and I'm like, wait a minute, I can do something with this. I'm getting like 80s vibes because <laughs> like in the 1980s is when the mini trampoline was hot, right? Yeah. Like that's actually a good workout though. Have like, you seen those, those trampoline mini- classes? Those, oh, the ones with the big trampolines?
0: No, they have like everyone has their own trampoline.
1: Oh, the mini trampolines. And
0: then there's like, I think there's there's handles on it, right? Oh. I saw them doing it in Brazil, and they have like the classes loaded with like 50 trampolines, and they're just like kicking. It's Dude, crazy. That's
1: a class I would like to try.
0: I gotta find the video to show it to you. It's that there's like a really popular trainer in Brazil, and she's like she trains a lot of wellness girls. And uh, I follow her, so she's super fun. And um, she's doing this class, and she's just, like, kicking. I'm like, she, they're, it's so crazy. You would love that class. Really good. Yeah. Do. We should have one of those out here.
1: Yeah. See if that would be fun.
0: Have, get one out here. That'd be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Why don't we? It's Las Vegas. There might, Why don't there we? might be. Yeah. yeah. Might be. Okay. How are you, though? I'm I'm good. I'm rested. We had a lot of shows the last few weeks. Yeah. It's been a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now we
1: get a little, like, time to relax, because uh, there isn't any in Vegas. till well. Next month is USA's, USA's yeah, but USA's. even until then, it's like nice little mini break.
0: It's, yeah, it's been really nice. Yesterday was like the first like official day. I didn't do anything for a while, so Whoa. it was great. And then uh, Kimber, obviously she's here now. She's like, I'm just nice to actually like not have to do anything. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: need those do nothing. I call them do nothing days. Yeah. I get overwhelmed when I have something to do every day and it's commitments. It's like sometimes you just want like a few days to like wear your pajamas all day Hair in a sloppy bun, glasses on, just doing house chores and stuff, or whatever else, and not really expose yourself to the outside world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's so all we did. We went, but it's funny, is so all we did was workout. We yeah. were because that's like for me, it's still relaxed. We went to fit yeah. club. Fit club's like my gym. I go to when I just want to get away from like the regular world, right? Mm-hmm. And then we went to the mall, and then I ate a burger, and I was just it was nice. Yeah, life nice, is really. good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. So, but speaking of which. Taking days off, we've learned we need a day off here and there. Yes. <laughs> Today's podcast is I Wish I Would Have, which is really cool. I, someone gave me this uh, topic in the DMs the other day, and she was like, Is there maybe you guys should do an episode on things you wish you would have known or things you wish you would have done differently? Um, so, like lessons we've learned along the way in prep, in shows, coaching, whatever. And I'm sure we have hundreds of those.
1: Yeah.
0: Hundreds. Yeah. And you learn, I learn more from my mistakes than from my victories, for sure.
1: That's That's, a good point. I think like uh, people don't realize that. So it's like, you know, even if you don't, uh, even when you don't win, as long as you can learn from it, it's not a complete loss, right? As long as you learn from it, move forward and don't repeat that action. But yeah, I have, I have hundreds of those little mistakes I do here and there. And I have a few big mistakes, like wish I would have. But, you know, I really try to limit those these days, <laughs> like the big ones. It's probably a good
0: idea. You know,
1: I think it's like, especially when it comes to those big, um, I wish I would have. It's like all about like taking opportunities, you know, and not being lazy and just going for it. I think. Yeah. In my opinion.
0: So what's your, what's one of your uh, bigger ones? We start off with a the banger.
1: The, the whole year of 2017. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole year of 2017 was a, a fail.
0: You know what? I think that that's important to talk about, Ashley. And when she's referring to is she took a year off. And what were the difficulties with that and getting back and, and going going again?
1: Well, um, backing up a little bit even more, I took 2017 off because I kind of just, I guess, wanted to try the normal person lifestyle. <laughs> Everyone talks about it. Why can't you just be normal and go out with your friends, have pizza and stuff? And, you know, I wanted to give it a go. Just normal person life, you know? To have balance. That's air quotes. Balance. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I did all that. I had pizzas on the weekend. I went out with friends. I i didn't work out. I ate whatever. I had Snicker bars for breakfast. And um, I put on 25 pounds in that time, which eh, it's not, it, it's a lot, but it's not like the worst you've ever heard. I'm not saying like I got obese or anything, but... For me, I'm a, I've am always been a super athletic person and I didn't feel like myself. And the lifestyle I was living, it was like, you know, maybe fun for like a week or two. But, you know, I just kind of got dragged into like that mindset. Like, it's just, you know, balance, whatever, be normal. Like, just thinking I needed like a year or so off. But it kind of backfired because it was really hard to get that weight off. And when you go from not working out to Contest prep, it's whew, takes a lot. And to lose that weight, it took like six months for me. Yeah. It was hard. It was the hardest thing I've ever went through physically. Um, but you know, I discovered at the end of the day, like that normal person life isn't for me. It's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't fun. It I mean, I'd have fun moments, but they would be temporary. There was more like ups and downs rather than like a consistent level of happiness, which is kind of what I experience now, like a very consistent level of happiness rather than like, oh, I had a good day, bad day, good day, bad day. I saw some friends over the weekend. That was fun. And then the next day it's like, well, you know, I don't feel that great today. Like, you know what I mean? So it just wasn't, yeah, I don't know. I regret that. I shouldn't have done that. I Maybe like maybe take a month or so off, but I didn't need to take that long of time off. And it backfired, like I said, it was hard.
0: Yeah, your prep was from November to June till you got on stage. So yeah. you're you're getting in shape in like April May, but yeah, it was it was a long one.
1: Yeah. And it was tough. It was just like, wow, that's not. I'm never doing that again. But it did teach me a lesson. It made me realize how happy and content I am doing what I'm doing now and how I live my life now. Um, it taught me that I don't need to give in to peer pressure, and also. And it's really hard to get off that weight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it really was. And I will never do that again, ever.
0: I think that's a good thing for people who, because you do get a lot of, I guess, I guess you, you do get a lot of hate, like from the regular lifestyle type people. Mm. I think you get, you get both. You're, you're, you know, polarizing in that regard because you're like, I'm extreme and I know I'm extreme, but I love it. And it's not extreme to me because I love yeah. it. You know, but to everyone else, it's, like, super extreme, right? So, but they don't understand you worked your way up to this level. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, a starting point. We're not saying you should be this at your starting point. But I think the other end of the people that are, like, well, that, that do go for the post-show rebounds, and they say that you're not balanced, and they say this. They kind of, like, almost target you as, like, the poster girl for you, what you shouldn't be doing, right? Because that's, like, oh, you shouldn't do that she has no balance in it. I think that's good for them to hear this, too. Like, hey, I did that, and it wasn't for me. And so, you know, if that's for you, that's, that's for you. But I think that it's, it's nice to, for everyone to know that you did that. Yeah. You did do that. And I did it too one time, not di- directly. And I'll tell you this, you know, I actually really liked the experience of it. And you probably are going to have some of the same feelings that I had about it. So I, I, I had a hockey game and I hurt my shoulder and I probably needed like eight weeks out of the gym, six weeks out of the gym for my shoulder but that, that six to eight weeks where it was like I was like, oh, I'll give it another little while, right? It turned into like three months. So it was only one time in my life I didn't work out. Since I was 13 years old, this is the only period of time I didn't work out it was six months. So that small injury turned into six months. But it was really because of the, I couldn't get motivated to get back in the gym. Yeah. And then when I got back to the gym at six months, and I was, I got soft, fast, soft and small, fat I was like, whoa. Like I couldn't, believe, like one day I was like, just took, I was like, I, I gave myself a look and I was like, Okay, I gotta go back to the gym. <laughs> my arms were like nothing. Like I'm just a small guy naturally. And so when I got back in the gym, it was so hard. I didn't want to be there. Like I was forcing myself to go to the gym. And I couldn't really believe this. I was like, I can't believe this is like hard for me. Like, why do I not want to be here? This is my home, you know? I was even training. Like I was just but I was using it like just as work at the time. Mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh, it's just work. Like I go and leave. And then like, I couldn't get motivated. And then um, and then it took me, it took me about I would say five weeks or so of forcing myself to go to the gym where then all of a sudden I needed to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I was like, okay, I can never do that again because it was hard to get in the hang of wanting to do this again, like to get your body to want to do it versus like you're forcing yourself to do it. So I always took that lesson to myself as, okay, remember some of the people you talk to are going through that phase, like especially in the initial parts of prep, you know, because now we're, Uh you know, for so long. I think that was in 2010 so, you know, 12 years now, again, like completely consistent, like maybe two days off at the most, or maybe a travel date might've been three and I'll go nuts. <laughs> I'll try to do pushups on a plane type of thing at, yeah. <laughs> at day three. <laughs> but, but like, that's like the worst, but, and, but part of it is I'm afraid to actually take more time off and then, and have to remotivate myself because that was yeah. so hard. So I, that's a good lesson. I don't know if, did you go through that? Like the motivate, like hard to get back Yeah, in?
1: it's like, once you find your groove in a routine, it just comes so naturally. Cause like, that's me right now. I'm very much in my routine, my groove. Like, you know, um, my schedule is pretty predictable. Um, but it's like, once you disrupt that pattern of life, <laughs> it is so hard to get back. It is so hard. And That's why, like, I always say to people, like, you know, whenever you are starting a prep, and let's say you're going from, you know, doing whatever, eating whatever. When you first start a prep, that first few weeks is the hardest. It's even harder than the last three weeks of your prep when you're Uh lower calories because it's you're finding your groove. It's like you almost have to, like, oh, man, I got to eat chicken and vegetable, but I would rather have this. I think there's, like, that that initial period of time where it's just like discovering that routine and flow where it's, it's difficult. It's just so difficult because you're used to one thing and you're doing the opposite and maybe the food isn't as tasty to you. Maybe you're not used to waking up early to do cardio, you know, but once you find that groove and routine, it's like, it comes so easy. You just got to stick with it. You know, it's just, just know that that first few weeks is the hardest. Yeah, really.
0: I, for me, it was, it was, I would say five weeks for me to like need to go to the gym, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I could see that. And and with prep, it's the same thing with prep for me. Um, if I'm trying to lose, like, let's say I'm, I want to lose like 10 pounds, that's usually like my marker. I'm like, okay, I need to, like, if I get to like past eight pounds where that I should be, I'm like, okay, I need to hurry up and get control of this before it gets out of control. Like pants get tight or something. Um if for me, just getting back on cardio, that's the hard part. So yeah. like, yeah, I hate cardio so much. I think i like... I pretty much need to be running from a bear to want to do cardio. Yeah. <laughs> like, like for for life or death reasons, is pretty much the way I'll do yeah. co- I was like, can I just work out faster? Like I go through all these like the problem with knowing a lot as a prep coach, you're like you could know all these ways around it, and I'm like, oh, I can just I'll do like a leg day circuit type of thing, get my heart rate up. I can avoid cardio,
1: like whatever. I'm trying to like rationalize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like my
0: heart rate's pretty high. I could I could probably do this right. <laughs> so like, and, and then it's so bad it's so bad and then uh but after i do about two weeks of consistent cardio that i'm like in the flow too. yeah and yeah. then
1: you start to actually want to do it isn't yeah. that crazy and you're like wow i, I actually want to wake up early and and do it. it's invigorating yeah like it's about routine and, and you know even along the way i think one advantage of doing this for so long is you find things you like to do and food you like to eat like i'm sure you have cardio that you're just like eh, this, yeah. isn't, this isn't for me. And then cardio that you're like, you know what? This is actually kind of fun. Like you like yeah. used to do hockey and stuff for cardio and yeah. stuff like that. Like you found a, a cardio that works well for you. And same thing here. And and you found prep food that works good for you that you look forward to eating. Um, so I think that's a big part of it too is discovering those things that you like. Because it doesn't all all have to be uniform. Like it doesn't have to be like cardio All only has to be just running on a treadmill, you know. It, you can switch it up and do things you like depending on where you are in prep. Maybe – Maybe more specific as you get closer, but I mean, especially when you're just starting out with cardio, the main goal is just burning calories. So. I've had,
0: I've had girls even just do kickboxing classes and stuff yeah. too. And they liked it. You know, you do orange theory. Um, you know, I've had, especially when girls get too muscular. I think that's a you have a lot of fun with that um, yeah. in the, like the off season I'm like, Oh, you got, you got kind of muscular. Let's just pump. I think like you have a, uh, like Nikki, who's a wellness girl on our team. Um, she's a coach on our team she does shoulders like once every like two weeks now like right because she gets too big so she has so much more freedom with her workouts what she obviously she's wellness so she does legs like you know while she sleeps <laughs> you know but like the rest of the time like she has more freedom in the rest of the day so she can just you know you, so when you get someone like that you're like hey go to a boxing class go to a hike go you know do something like that you know so mm-hmm. um yeah I think that's another part of like keeping it fun versus making it a task yeah yeah, and especially in the off season you have a lot more room with that mm-hmm. so, and, and some people like some of my clients that are nurses or whatever I just have them do their steps like mm-hmm. their total steps because they walk so much so um, but yeah so that was a good that was good I'm, I mean we we're on the same page on that one I really mm-hmm. like that you know just having that time off and and realizing how much how how hard it is to get back into but also how great it is when you're in it I think is another thing to recognize too because it's a great thing. Wake up, you have energy. Cause I remember how I felt when I wasn't working out. And uh, I remember once my, it was funny, because I was like this big fitness kid uh, when I was young, right? And I was with my in my uncles in the grocery store. And then my uncle, uh, john was like, yeah, I really want to get up and work out. But I'm just so tired. I just don't have energy. And I was like, you're you've tired and you don't have energy because you don't work out. You know, he was, he was like, ah, oh, that's a good argument, right? He was like, and so, uh, but it's like, it's true, you know, when you're not working out and you're not like in the zone, like you're, you don't have the energy to go to the gym. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's extra. It pulls everything out of you, you know, body's just resisting you to do it. And I think that's just the natural body's natural way of taking the path of least resistance. It's not a, um, it's not something that you would like you're you instinctually want to do because your body wants to, preserve energy as much as possible. So doing energy for anything other than chasing food, you're not really designed to want to do that. You know, you're going to resist it because it's energy consumption. And the body doesn't know that you have an ample supply of energy all the time. It still thinks I need to reserve as much energy as possible. I need to reduce how much energy expenditure I put out. Like, so instinctually we're never going to be, like designed for that until you like force yourself to get used to it, I think is a part of it too. your natural resistance.
1: Right. So that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, I I love, I love this part of it because I always think of the evolution part of it. I always like to relay it back to how evolved we are as humans. And when we think about it, we're like, Oh, that was hundreds of years ago. And I'm like, yeah, hundreds of years ago. Isn't really what we think of it as though. Hundreds of years ago, we think, Oh, that was so long ago. We're so evolved from that. And I'm like, average person's like having kids at like 30, you know, like a hundred years ago was like three people, you know, it's like, <laughs> like three, like, you know what I mean? Like that's three people. You're not that evolved from three people, you know, and 200, you're like, okay, maybe that was seven. Like, you're not like, you know, it's not like every 10 years and there's 20 evolutions of human right. at that point. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, 20, 30, like we're talking seven people. It's not that evolved. <laughs> like things don't change that fast. So, you know, we're still, even though our, our food supply and, and electronics and knowledge and all this stuff is just rapidly transformed. Our words still like pretty much semi cave people like in our, in our like body's response to things. We're like, you know, hope we get food today. Like But we're like just swimming in bags of chips, you know, it's (laughs) like, it's like foods every, like, it's so funny. We used to like a hundred years ago, we're like, hope they don't starve to death, you know, during the winter. And now we're like, man, this all this food is a real problem in america (laughs) like everyone's so fat that it's an issue it's like uh, it's just funny but we're still those people you know we're still that we're still that you know
1: yeah our physical bodies haven't really changed much as far as like the response to things but yeah i totally understand what you're saying yeah yeah it's society has changed a lot but as far as our actual like body makeup not so
0: much no no nah, it's only been yeah. like
1: how we treat it now yeah know?
0: exactly yeah exactly Mike Tyson said a funny thing he said uh, uh, there's a guy in history said don't think he said don't think history is just um just old people uh, people in funny clothes like old people in funny clothes and he and Mike Tyson's like no that's exactly what you should think it's just the same people in funny clothes <laughs> like that's that's what it was you know it was the same exact we're the same thing we just have more stuff mm-hmm. so funny anyway <laughs> right same th- I love Mike um anyway so what's another one Ashley that Gosh. you regret
1: I mean I don't have too many big ones these days like I do little ones you know I think like I really try to take on opportunities that will better me and I I'd like to think that I have the wisdom now where I don't make any big you know I don't make any big big mistakes in life I'm I think I'm pretty good for the most part, decision maker, like as far as like what route to take in life, you know. So there isn't too many big ones, but like at shows there'll always be like little ones, you know, silly little ones. Um like, oh, you know, should have stepped this way or angled myself better that way. You know, all that. It's just very small. But I wouldn't say those are like affecting my life on the daily. It's just little things. But you probably have some big ones too, yeah?
0: I have some big ones. I have some big ones that have affected my life, like, long, like, affect my life pretty negatively. I would say, um, like, I guess I hate the word balance. I really do. I'm, like, an anti-balance guy, you know? Yeah. But I will say that this work is slightly a, an addiction, you know? if in, if I don't know if it's a negative because it adds nothing but joy to my life, but I, I do have a hard time turning it off um, to the point where I always put it first and then it put me in my personal world, like, Like I would be like, I don't even know what to do. Like it was it got it got to that point for me. So I would say letting things consume me, which has always been my personality. Like with hockey, with everything, I was always like, That's everything and everything to me. Like there's nothing else, you know? My my, all my friends said the same thing. They're like, Yeah, when you played hockey, you didn't exist. That's like like no one (laughs) we didn't even ask you to hang out. Like all you did was play hockey. And it was like when you started getting into body when you started getting into bodybuilding, everyone knew you were gonna do this. And so when I like go back and I see them every once in a while, like they're like, Yeah, no one's surprised that you like turned into this like coach like that you are no one was shocked by it we just Mm -hmm. hope that you're happy (laughs) with like anything else and so I will say I'm as I've gotten older I've been able to kind of separate that a little bit because I've been saying to myself okay what do you want to do Adam do you want to have like this awesome team and everything and then when you leave the office like your world is just nothing else you know and you're 50 and do that at this point um so I found you know I thought okay I need to put other things first in my life and not put so much emphasis only in this. So I've done those things to kind of change it around a little bit. Not I'm not at as many shows now. I'm not going to as many shows now. I have coaches now that can help with things. I'm giving more responsibility to other people in order to find a really good place of work where it never turns into work and um, life where my life is thriving now and I'm really happy. And literally everything I have now, I think is like where it needs to be. I'm like mm-hmm. super happy in all aspects of my life. And before it was like, Prep contest world was like always good, and then everything else was terrible. <laughs> I was like, "What do I do on the weekend when there's no show?" I was like, "I don't know." Just at home in this house, all by myself. Like, it was like so. <laughs> was yeah. Like, I guess I'll go to the gym. I don't like work on plans. I don't know what to. So it was like, "That." Then I was like, "Okay, might be a little bit of a problem." You know, like it might be like you need more than that. You know, more than just that to yeah. be. Because I was thinking, okay, now I'm older. You know, I need to figure that out. So I've been able to create that balance. And I think that that happens with. And it's using me as an example with coaching, I think is an example that people also need to look at with their, um, with their, their contest preps too. Cause I do think some people get so far into it that, um, that it's good, but it doesn't need to be consuming of you and your personal life. Cause really, let's say you have a really hard prep, you're in the gym, let's say two and a half hours on a really hard prep. That should be like absolute max. You know, when you're talking drive to the gym, shower, all that. So the rest of your day, you really should, you know, don't isolate yourself. Don't, um, you know, don't push your family away, you know, like try to create at least that balance because you don't want to end up in that spot that I was at where it was like all prep and nothing else. And I love it. I love every, every email I get, I love it. I still, I don't think I'll ever lose that motivation. That's why I never want to retire. But yeah, when you're in here, you know, from nine to 10 o'clock at night and then you have nothing to do on the weekends. Cause there's no show. And you're just like, I wish there was a show so I had something to do. You're like, that might be a little bit of a problem. <laughs> so, so yeah, that would be the the mistake I made. Um, there was not finding that. And I don't know if you've ever been through that too, or,
1: um, you know, I think like for me, I do get overwhelmed sometimes. Like if I travel too much, if I've too much commitments, like too many mm-hmm. things on my plate. I do get overwhelmed. And I'm kind of like, I'm not like you in that sense. Like, You seem like the kind of person that you always got to be doing something but not relaxing at home. Like, I need days where I relax at home and do nothing. Nobody looks at me. I look like a mess. I'm wearing glasses, (laughs) pajamas, hair in a sloppy bun. I need those days. (laughs) Or get a massage or something like that. But I think, like, for you, you're very much like, I got to do something always. Because even when you were, like, at home, it drove you crazy just thinking, like, I'm at home and there's nothing to do. I need some of those days where I have nothing to do. So I can just like regroup mentally and be like, okay, caught my breath. Okay, I'm ready to go again. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I when I do feel like that, I just, you know, I try not to overbook myself because sometimes I will, I tend to do that. I will overwhelm myself, especially like around shows and stuff, like doing photo shoots Oh, so like I, I want to do this and this. And just sometimes I take like every opportunity and maybe that's the, The bad thing. I remember that
0: one year, that one year at the Olympia, I was like, this is, this is probably really bad. You had, you were on your feet for what was it? Oh, I don't know. I think it was, I know it was at least 13 hours you were on your feet. I remember, I remember 13, you had so much to do. It was crazy. I was like, wait, this is your day before the Olympia schedule? Like, everyone else is just in their bed and going to the meet and greet, like maybe a booth for an hour. You were like, do, 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 do.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you know, I just. When opportunity arises, I gotta take it. So that is like one thing. Maybe I take too many opportunities. But I just never wanna miss out or feel like, oh man, if I don't if I don't take this, somebody else will, you know? Yeah. So I tend to overwhelm myself with that. And sometimes I book myself for things that seem like a good idea at the time. But then when I get to it, I'm like, I'm already like <laughs> just like mentally drained because I've I have too much on my plate right now. Yeah. So that I guess is one of my personality falls, but I do appreciate a good day at home doing nothing and just yeah. being lazy and not even letting the world see me. Yeah. <laughs> just just low key, you know. So
0: I think um, another one that I've done as a as a coach, and I usually do this and I'm I'm better now, but I've done it a few times where I'll push someone too hard their first show, um, like bring them in just a little too tight because I'm overthinking things. And so some of the things that I don't, now I really trust, I really trust my own eye now, but not trusting myself is a hard one, you know? Um, I'm actually at the point now where I study it so much that I trust myself so much. I think this is a point where you have to get to eventually, like you have to trust your eye and your eye as a coach will, you'll have peaks and valleys of where your eye is really, really on. And then your eyes just gets a little bit off and it's easy to correct if you see it before it happens, right? But you have to like recognize it to yourself and it's good to have friends that are in the industry that do the coaching too so they can keep you in check too whatnot. Um, and whatnot and it's actually funny because I think all the all the big teams I think people think are like against each other like as teams but uh, we're in we're talking to each other like every day like I talk to them all the time and some of them some of them yes I'll say like <laughs> there's like four I talk to like pretty much. If, at least once a week, right? And then we kind of keep each other in check. We're like, what do you think? What do you think? Na, na, na. And it's like always helpful to have each other. And I've been actually with ne- next to other coaches at shows and he, one was mad. He's like, dude, I don't even understand. I'm like, dude, what do you mean you don't understand? She's so, like, she's so overly conditioned. You don't understand. He's like, do you think? And he was like, yeah, like you're off right now, man. And he's like, okay, all right, I guess you're right. And like, so we get, you get there, you know, and it's like hard to get out of it once you're there too. And so I think that that's something that, um, one thing I've learned is. And this is kind of going to probably not sound the best, but I don't like hearing other people's opinions anymore. Um, It sways mine so much when they do that to me. When they're like, hey, bring her in. Like, it'll be like, hey, bring her in way softer. If it's a a high level judge, I'll always listen. But if it's just some like regular person and they're like, oh, I think she's this. I think she's that. I'm just like, I don't want to hear it because you're going to get in my head. And then I'm going to overthink and I'm going to overthink. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go against everything I've trained myself to do for 20 years. And I need, I can trust myself. So I don't want to hear it. Like when people give me, Oh, this guy said this, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Like, just don't, unless it's like, you know, I mean, there's people that you, you need to listen to Tyler, Sandy, Tarek, Tamer, like these guys, like you need to, you need to be like, okay, what do you think? Okay, let's do that. Right. But that's who trains your eye. But I've heard, you know, you hear about, this happens a lot too, I would say, um, not just coaches, but, but regular competitors too. They'll go to a local judge and I'm like, and they'll, they'll put everything into that judge's feedback and they'll put their whole plan into that judge's feedback. And I'm like, wait a minute, you dedicated six months to this one judge's feedback. Who's this judge, you know? And then you find out, oh, he's a bodybuilder. And this is like his fourth show he's judged. And he doesn't even really like study bikini that much. And you're like, what, wait a minute. All I do is bikini. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that men's physique, right? Like 40, 50 hours a week. I study bikini and this guy's done four shows and he used to be a bodybuilder, but you're going to design your whole plan around this local judge, what he said at his fourth show, you probably know it better than him. Yeah. You know? And so you have to, you know, that's one thing I've been like, okay, very cautious about that because you'll get, you know, oh, they want you fuller. They want you bigger. I'm like bigger than that. Like that's who said that, you know, oh, this this uh, 350-pound bodybuilder, oh, what do you know? (laughs) He said that, you know, so like.
1: Yeah, and not only that is like, you know, the athlete's body and maybe also it's like, maybe it sounds good in theory like oh yeah I would want you more conditioned but like you as a coach know that like whoa when we do get her more conditioned maybe it's like her hamstrings are way too lean or grainy or something so it's like also knowing the athlete like more on a personal level too I think helps with that and determining it because you know it's like yeah you can point out flaws and what you would do but it doesn't necessarily translate when that scenario happens right yeah. so it doesn't always work out like oh yeah get leaner because then one maybe one body part when it gets lean it's like too much or you know or maybe they just lose all the pop who knows so it's like having experience with the athlete too also helps. so that makes yeah. sense
0: i've been i've been tar- targeting my first preps better but i've my, i always say first prep worst prep because you're really learning the person a lot and those are that's when i like overshoot people sometimes just a little too tight so now I'm like now I'm very cautious in that first one I'm like is she too tight is it my in my head is she too tight no she's right she's right (laughs) like it was because you don't want to you don't want to get the feedback be tighter if you could have controlled it right Mm -hmm. um you you want to it's 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 funny because as a coach it's like it's okay if she's not tight enough if you did everything you could to get her tight enough and it still didn't happen and it was just you know maybe she started off from her starting point was too far and just needed a couple weeks that's okay like you tried right you did everything you could but when you pull someone back and then it's your fault, then it's your fault. <laughs> You're like, you better be right, right when you make that decision because you pull them back and they say get more conditioned. You're like, shit, that was really my fault. Like, yeah, yeah well, she was willing to do it. She could have yeah. been there, you know. So that's like a that's one you have to really. So sometimes I'll overshoot because you don't want to you don't want to undershoot if you, right. have, you know. So it's like you have to trust yourself. That's a that's the hardest part about coaching is the the eye. Different. It's it's uh the there's a lot of ways to get there, um, but the eye is what. The differences is like who can see it, right? And there's the and it's why that you always see like those top guys are always the same people that are excelling. Their clients are always excelling. It's it's the eye, you know. And it's like mm-hmm. there's so much value in that. But yeah, so I, I try not to let anyone change it because I've molded it for so long. I'm like, yeah. don't don't screw with my head, man. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, it gets in there and it just starts growing and it just exactly. makes me question my decisions. Yeah. But I think as an athlete, you have to do the same thing and and you have to listen to the right people. Uh-huh. Um, that's important. You know, make sure that you know, if you're just, you're just going to any judge and getting feedback at a local show, understand there's, you know, not to ever say anything bad about a local judge, but there are going to be just like, just like there's top level athletes. there's going to be top level judges. There's nothing wrong with saying that. So when you're at a local show, you, you are going to have people working their way up the ranks, trying to get to a national level judge, trying to get to a pro level judge. It takes time just like it does as an athlete. And so you have to be very cautious with who you're getting your advice from. And if it has, you know, like validity to your specific division. You know, if you have a a bodybuilder who doesn't really care that much about bikini and you're getting your advice from him as a judge, he might be able to kill the bodybuilding division and tell you perfect, precise feedback. But bikini, he's still kind of guessing because he's maybe he's done, you know, he's paid attention to eight shows that he's done. And, you know, there's eight classes per show. It's hard to like tone, like hone your eye. You need to be watching every pro show, see what's happening every time. You really need an expert in that division to tell you what to do. I would trust him in bodybuilding you know, or if he was doing it for eight years as a judge, then I might trust him in a bikini, but yeah, you're gonna have to earn, for me at least, you're gonna have to earn that, like, right for me to fully listen to you, and I'm gonna have to see your, your, your consistency in judging for a long period of time before I'm like, okay, I'll take your advice, because otherwise you're just going to sway my decision, which, which is what your own bias of your division, what you think it should be.
1: Right, so. yeah, maybe even a more accurate, you can get a little more accurate if you kind of if there's a common thing that all the judges are yeah. saying to work on. Like if all judges are saying one thing, then maybe that's something you should look into. Um, but if there's like just one offhanded, like weird feedback, then maybe just like question it a bit. Like, mm, you know, yeah. but at the end of the day, like I mentioned, sometimes it sounds good in theory, but once you prep and you get lean and you get, eh, not everyone's body cooperates quite like that. Yeah. So the, the vision of what the judges want to see you as doesn't necessarily translate to your own body because only your coach would know that and yourself. So, yeah, you know?
0: So these are fun. I like these ones. Mm-hmm. I would say, I'm trying to think of any other ones that were like off top. Anything of you know of the top, top of your head? I'm, you know,
1: I, I, I I'm happy to say I don't have like a lot of regrets. Like, That's you know? Good. That's and good. it's, you know, even with the regrets, it does teach you things. Like, you know, just like my year off, it taught me I'm never doing that again. <laughs> Be grateful, you know, and this is this is what I want to do. It's not n- normal person stuff, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. So I'm happy to say I don't have too many wish I would have. It's just little things. Like yeah. I said, at shows, there's always something. Even if I were to win a show with a perfect score or something, there's always something. I'm like, hmm could have done better on this or that. And it could be hair. It could be makeup. It could be posing. It could be physique. Anything. I always have at least one or two of those. Mm, I wish I would have done that a little differently. But most of the time, they're not a big, big deal.
0: And you know what's funny is that even, I like, you have like an unbiased to your physique, no matter on your placing or anything. Because even your, one of your favorite physiques, which is one of my favorite physiques, wasn't the day that you won, Tahoe, where you got second. Um, me and you were still like, that physique was dope. Like, you know, yeah, was it was.
1: Like, I was impressed. Yeah. It's cool to see, like, wow, I didn't know my body could look like that. Yeah. It was too much, for sure. But, like, you know, it's like, <laughs> God, it's so cool.
0: <laughs> we had a couple of those where it was still – people still talk about the Arnold when you were really full. Like, it was, like, 319, I think it was. They were like, uh, your balance wasn't as, as good as it is now, but you were, like, really dense that yeah. day. Yeah. And it's funny is that just sometimes – sometimes your physique will go through there's no reasons for it yeah. like specific to a plan or anything like that but some days you're just better like last like uh like you were better on like a Wednesday last week or Tuesday yeah. then you know and it's like there's no reason why it, There there is nothing changed the body know?
1: does what it wants to do sometimes for no rhyme or reason yeah there are things that of control but even like going back to like when you said that like one of my one of our favorite physiques was like the day I didn't win or whatever. You know, on the flip side, you know, after Toronto, (laughs) I didn't say this to many people. I mean, I I said it to you and you know that, you know, although I won Toronto um, like three weeks ago or so, I won and I was happy that I won and I'm super grateful, but I wasn't impressed with myself. I was like, you know what? Uh, It wasn't my best. I just... It was, I didn't, I wasn't impressed by my physique personally. Um, So although I won, and it's not, it's something that's kind of hard to describe because I don't want to make it sound like I'm ungrateful for winning. You know, I won. I'm super happy about that, but I know I could have looked better. And that was one of those times too, where it's like on the Wednesday. And I hate when competitors say like, oh, I looked better before. Like, I feel like that's such a, it can be an excuse, but I do feel like before I left for Toronto, I looked better. And then I, I was hoping I could keep that physique on stage. Like I was almost like afraid I was like too lean going into Toronto. And I was like freaking out. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm too lean right now. And then, you know, I definitely got a lot, a lot softer for Toronto, but I was just like, man, maybe I should have just, I don't know. It was just like one of those weird things. I was, I was way, I looked better and on like Wednesday, I was like, "Yeah, it was, yeah it was like, I like missed the mark a little bit." Yeah, but we still loaded won, you a little so. harder.
0: We loaded you a little harder, knowing we had room, and you did soften up a little bit going into that show that day. Because on Tuesday of that week is when we started loading on Wednesday, and then you were like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "She is a little tight, but not too tight." I think I, was
1: like, I, I overly. Jump the gun. That was me. I was freaking out. I yeah. was like, I don't, I don't know. Oh my God. I don't even know if there's time to soften up at this point. Because it's very rare for me to like get freaked out that I'm too lean. Like usually like two or
0: three times total.
1: Yeah, usually it's the opposite. Like, I need to be leaner, I need to be leaner. Um, but I was feeling super lean, like and I scared myself. I was like, whoa, how did this happen? how did this happen? I can't be this lean for the show. I'll get knocked down. I'll get
0: marked down. <laughs> That was a, yeah. So, but anyway, but that was a good, that was a good learning lesson though, right? Like we have to.
1: Maybe it's just one with it.
0: <laughs> yeah. You you weren't, cause I was, when you were in the office here and I was like, well, she's not showing any striations in the, I'm like, I do see the argument. She's right there, but we should have just stayed like right there. I think we went the other direction just a little bit too much, but I liked it cause I was like, well, let's see how full, like, let's yeah. see if we can play with the fullness here and Definitely. see. I'm like, worst case scenario, it sets us up for next week as like being loaded in the next week and we get yeah. a little spike. Um, but yeah, I could see it and you could see it a little bit on your waistline a little bit, but it's not, it wasn't anything significant, but we know. Yeah. Yeah, It's just
1: something that like only we would notice, but, um, yeah, you know, I think too is like, what was like really weighing heavy on my mind too, is just knowing that like as a pro and it's different for amateurs. So don't apply this to every show, but for pros, it does seem like once you go over the limit of leanness, you get marked down drastically is what, from what I'm. Getting at. So, like, for example, if there were two girls that looked the same, but one, well, not look the same, but there was an argument for both and it was close. If there was one girl that was softer versus one girl that was leaner, from what I kind of get at, is they'll pick the softer one just because they don't want to, they don't want to make bikini too crazy, you know? So, there, it is supposed to be the softer division. Um, so that was like in my head too. Like, oh my god, if I go over that that limit of being too lean or too conditioned, it's going to be it's going to backfire rather than playing it safe would be softer if that makes sense. Yeah. For pros. Um so that was like in my mind too and maybe I shouldn't have doubted myself like that, but I mean, it still got the job done. I can't yeah. complain, but I was a little disappointed that I just t- didn't look like I did before I left. Yeah. So
0: and I think um, something that we've we've always kind of gone back and forth with this is that your your we kind of I think we're both agreeing that your second show you generally will look a little bit sharper. Yes. And yes. then your third show, there's always an issue. Right. Yes. Always, it's always like your arms get stringy, your something happens. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that was the scenario this time too. It was very much the scenario. Like I feel like by the time I compete at Denver, I was tighter. Still, I wouldn't say my best, but I was way tighter. I felt more like, okay, this is more what we're going for physique-wise. And then, like, yeah. And then at Patriots, had some weird inflammation-type bloating issues. It was strange. Like, I sent that picture to Adam, but it was like a – it's like my back was puffy. It was the strangest – like where my, my strings were. It's like puffy it was so strange because I still had good tie-ins like yeah. so it wasn't like I wasn't lean enough. it was just like my body's being very rebellious yeah <laughs> like and then the digestion issues we've kind of made jokes on this podcast about <laughs> praying to the poop gods my digestion has not been good these last few weeks and I don't know why it's just not it's like very inconsistent, like some days it's good, some days it's not. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my goodness. I think it's like maybe my body just like is telling me to chill out for a second. I don't know. Yeah. It's like my mind wants to keep pushing, though. But I'm getting, I don't know, it's like weird inflammation. Maybe you can talk a little bit about like inflammation, what that is, and how people get it because I think a lot of people here are unaware of what we're even referring to.
0: So I think with, with bodybuilding specifically, gut health people don't talk about it too much it's becoming more relevant it's something we've always addressed but we're getting better at it but um the gut the gut issue if you're trying to keep someone's waistline tight and small it's not just body fat I think people think it's only body fat you know um it's funny because people will fight you on so many things in this sport they're like oh no you can do a macro diet it'll be exactly the same and then I'm like it's it's not the girls that are doing great on those stages aren't eating so many different foods to keep their waistline type. The gluten's gone. The dairy's gone. The artificial sweeteners are gone. Like, all these things are gone at least, at least the last, like, week to two weeks at, at minimum. Some of these girls live like that. Um, so there's, there are, you know, dig- so you want to eat foods that are easy to digest, easy on the stomach, um, not going to cause your body a lot of stress to digest, uh, even easy to digest meats and proteins at the end, um, and get rid of anything that could be causing problems. Um, and then have good digestive health with, you know, healthy bacteria. You got to understand, too, your your electrolytes are down when you're sweating so much. You're not eating as much food. Like, you have to supplement some of these things. And all of these things have a huge factor on how your what your end result is going to look like. So um, we'll take digestive enzymes, probiotics, um, you know, um, you'll help help with digestion at the end. You'll take Senna at the end to help with that. Um, sometimes we'll take—sometimes— and then um, greens, things like that, uh, keep your water high, eat easy to digest proteins, things like that. So, a lot goes into it, you know. If, if if you have Ashley versus Ashley, which at the pro level you pretty much do, you know, they're all good. And one Ashley is doing everything to keep her waistline tight, digest foods properly, paying a lot of attention to it. And then the other Ashley is like, you know, just doing a macro diet and eating, you know, gluten, all these things going into it. Yes, the Ashley who ate clean is probably going to have half inch on her waistline, smaller than the Ashley who did whatever. It's just the way it is. There's no fighting it. It's just the way it is. Like it's, you know, I know people want to fight it, but (laughs) that's the reality of this. That's the reality of the sport. It's the same thing. When you look at like the vegans who want to fight, you know, protein diet, like I get it, you can do it, but there is a disadvantage and all the science shows there is a disadvantage to the amino acid profiles of that diet versus the, the, you know, regular protein eating diet. Like, it's just, there's just some disadvantages that are really hard to overcome at that high level. And so you're going to have a different, we pay for it in the waistline. We're talking about splitting hairs here. You know, a half inch on the waist is everything at the pro level from mm-hmm. first to third in the world or something like that. Like, you have to nail all those things. And it's, so with, uh, when, and then when you have some things that are happening that are weird that don't make sense, you might need to let your body relax and take some time off and and you know, get your inflammation down, get your digestion right, get all that right, because um, you don't want to be fighting it going into like a big show, like the like the Olympia or something like that. So, a few things that we'll do, um, we want to make the body look rested going into the show. So we'll reduce how much we're working out before the show, how hard we're working out before the show, how much cardio we're doing before the show. Everything gets reduced. So uh, you know, and that's how you, and that's why I always say, like, if you have a peak week, it's really like a weak week. week. <laughs> like you're not, you're not crushing peak week. You shouldn't be like crushing peak week. It should be an easy week. Yeah, it should be week week, not peak week, right? <laughs> like you should be like, okay, it's about to get easy. It's about to get easy. And when I tell people, I'm like, okay, you're eight weeks out. So really you're like, uh, you're like six and a half weeks out. Cause I want to start you reducing you or, you know, at like 10 days out to five days out, somewhere in that range. But I do not chase conditioning those last five days. There's no way I'll chase conditioning. I don't care what shape you're in. Cause you're going to look better if we reduce all your inflammation and chasing it. So if you're doing your math, like okay, I need to lose, I needed to lose two pounds a week for 16 weeks. Like, understand you're you're probably not going to make that as a as a 125 pound mechanic better, but that last week is not for weight loss. So you're going to do two two pounds a week plus because now it's just got shortened to 14 and a half weeks, not six not 16 weeks. So that's why I'm like keep it in check because that that last bit you're just trying to get um, your inflammation down and whatnot. And I think the issue you run into a little bit too is that. Um, when you do a lot of shows, we're reducing the workouts so much and we're reducing the workouts because of travel the next day so much too, mm-hmm. that you're actually reducing your total workouts significantly. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I think that that's another good reason to like pull back a little bit, get those workouts accumulated back in because on Ashley's schedule, for example, like she did three shows in 20 days. So
1: less than three weeks. Cause, cause uh, yeah. Toronto is a Sunday show.
0: <laughs> so three shows in 20 days. Plus two of them being travel days means that you're not working out. You're barely working two out. Two of them
1: for each, yeah.
0: Yeah, you're barely working out Wednesday and Thursday. Then Friday, you're if you work out, it's like a quick pump, right. If anything, then Saturday's a show day. You don't compete. So we're talking four days already. Then you don't s- work out. You said oh, sorry, don't work out. Yeah. Then Sunday you don't. You travel traveled back and you try to you try to work out if you can, but travel sometimes gets the way. So we're talking. Five times three.
1: I don't work out on Sunday. After. yeah, it yeah. doesn't work like that. And then so, also Monday, I'm jet like, lagged. <laughs> yeah,
0: so you're talking five, five to uh, six times three. Yeah, times times uh, in twenty days so that you're not getting your best workouts in, like it's it's gonna accumulate. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna decline. You know, it is what it is. You know, so yeah. <laughs> I, I just, mean, I, hey, I always it. try to
1: push it. I always listen. <laughs> My mind is so ready to like keep going. It's just like. Sometimes I have to be reminded, like, okay, Ashley, chill out, because just like I mentioned previously, I tend to overwhelm myself sometimes, and just because I want to do it all, yeah, I want to take every opportunity I possibly can. I because I hate like looking back and be like, oh man, I should have done that one. I hate that. Oof. So like I think like you know with the inflammation stuff too, it's like weird because it's like not even just digestion, but like I had like puffiness too, which. I don't usually it get. doesn't explain anything yeah there's yeah, no explanation like, for it i don't know I, I think i'm her, stressing myself
0: out. yeah i told her i was like there's no way that that's body yeah because i were, have
1: tie-ins like it doesn't make sense well, I like
0: you just don't have the you didn't have the calories from t- tuesday when you look sharp wednesday you look sharp to saturday to gain even that would be like equivalent to like two pounds of body fat or something mm-hmm. right and like there's no it, there wasn't enough calories period yeah. so it's not that you know so it's yeah, so it's just like, you know, we got to listen to your body. Always listen to your body. Sometimes it's going to say, keep going, keep going. Sometimes it's going to say, hey, pull back a little bit. So um, I think that Ashley is, is agreed to take a little bit mini. of time. Just mini a break. mini break. Mini break. Mini
1: break. Oh, my God. Everyone's like freaking out right
0: now. Yeah, Sorry. I know. The I whole internet's <gasps> just going to break.
1: Everyone's <gasps> gasping.
0: We told you. <laughs> somebody oh somebody
1: fainted on uh, <laughs> Somebody just, I'm sure, fainted out there. <laughs> somebody mini, fainted.
0: Mini break. But like a um, fainting goat. But she, she is in the Arnold UK if everything starts digesting September. right. Oh, on. no, no. I'm in it, Adam. No, no. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if, oh. every, if anything, who knows, maybe before. Oh, before. Maybe yeah. before. Okay. I know we're doing it. I was like, no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> I, might, I might jump in in, in um, August. So let's see how many good workouts I can get in. Because yeah. I do have, like, little minor tweaks. So it's not just, like, the inflammation thing. I do have some improvements to make. And um, – Although, you can still make the improvements. I mean, I do want to build the upper body a little bit more. It's definitely coming along. Yeah. like I'm not going to lie. I was looking at, Your like... Your shoulders look awesome last I week. I know. Though. I was looking in little preview mode right there, and I was looking at his <laughs> phone, and I'm like, dang, these shoulders are coming along. He's still got a little bit to go, you, Yeah. And, it, and like, we can still do that from show to show, but, it, but not... <laughs> Not like we're doing it now where it's like week two. You're just two not week. working. I don't know. I'm if. just like in my routine, you know. Um, so that is something I'm continuing to work on. But gosh, I'm impressed how good they're. So let me just say this. Disclaimer.
0: <laughs> she had noodles. Her noodles were, it took a while.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> although I've kind of been a little inflamed lately, I will say like with every bad thing that happens, there's also, well, not a bad thing that happens, but. For everything that's not perfect, I have some good like, whoa! I mean improvements there, and one yeah. of them I do feel is my upper body. Yeah, it's like really coming along, and I'm super excited about that. And then like the last show too, I was like, shoot, I slayed this hair and makeup game. Shoot, yeah, I like. I'm your proud hair of rig- myself. Hair makeup was dope. Yeah. So with <laughs> every like, even there is no like perfect show where everything's gonna be 100 percent on point. But I think like I'm gonna listen to my body a little bit, even if it's kind of rebelling against me. So I'm just gonna listen to it a little bit, but um, you know, I so that I don't, I never wanted to come across like I'm making excuses for myself. So hopefully it doesn't come across that way. But I am gonna just explain why I want to take a little mini break. Um, but not not to say that I w- I looked horrible or anything like that. I still looked good, and even looking back, if we're comparing my physique from like even two years ago, I'm like I've come a long way. I've come a real long way. I think so. I'm happy. I just gotta. I'd chill out sometimes i'm overwhelming myself
0: <laughs> yeah it's just the, it's just the accumulation of workouts I and mean, when we did yeah. the math it's 20 days if you know 20 days three times so three times three. so nine of those days you didn't work out or barely worked out and then 15 of those days were like rest like you're a tired workout on a monday mm. you know you p- a pump workout on a friday like it's that's 75 percent of the last 20 days it's a that's when you think about it yeah it's yeah You're competing at a pro level doing that. It's not gonna be the best you at a certain point, you know. So um, I'm happy you're doing it. But it's funny, as we're talking about this break, like it's like 2017 again. (laughs) It's June 20th. August. I'll be
1: back in August. It's not even... It's like a month and a half. <laughs> You're like, We're really
0: building this re- up. Remember when Ashley used to compete all the oh time? <laughs> it's she like six she hasn't
1: been it. on stage for a month. Did she retire? <laughs> She's
0: no. like, I wonder if they're
1: going to remember me. So I'll probably forget it, who I am. It's almost
0: comical, actually, now when you think about it, it Ashley. It is,
1: because that's everyone else's like, normal like show to show. I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, looking forward, maybe we'll just, like, tr- maybe, you know, a show-to-show, show, a week-to-week week is good every once in a while. But, like, probably even just, like, one every three weeks or one every month is good. But, like, <laughs> I just want to keep going. Like, I'm so not tired, but my body is saying I am. I don't know. I don't know who to believe, my mind or my body. Yeah. It's- I mean, if you
0: do the math over, if you do the math of, like, cumulative time over the last... Let's say eighteen months. Though it's what is it twenty? About twenty shows in like eighteen months. I mean, you have more shows than months. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. You know,
1: I want to meet this weekend. <laughs> I <she>. know
0: <laughs> the uh, so the Olympia, the Olympia quality control team is is off for about six weeks.
1: <laughs> so so that's go what, ahead and enter all the shows you want, <laughs> and stop using me as an excuse. Yeah, Thank
0: exactly. Thank you. Uh, it's funny. Tarek Tarek was told uh, Dan told me this too, but he's like. Every time you compete, uh, you're one of these, you know. Jake Woods is saving money. (laughs) He's like,
1: oh, and that's a joke. (laughs) Yeah, it's It's a joke. joke. (laughs)
0: It's a joke. It's so funny. Tarek's always telling me that, and uh, Dan's like, they need it because they. So you guys know, if you make the Olympia, they pay for your like travel and all that. So they have this like running joke in the office of Ashley competing so much that they're saving, they're saving entry (laughs) and flights and all this stuff. But uh, this year, actually. The, uh, there's a lot of Olympia quality control teams out there, oh, man. Oh yeah, they are, it's not it is, just me, dude. It is deep this year. It is. I mean, everyone's competing. Yeah, we had you had Lorelei, Janet, Issa, you, and then uh, Sierra's won three shows. I think three shows this year. I think too. So it's like it's it's tough this year. To, this is how it should be. You know, it mm-hmm. should be tough to get into the Olympia, and um, I I like it. You know, I like it. It would. I think it should be like you know, fifteen amazing athletes that get in there. Like, I think one year was like. Forty something, and it waters it down a little bit too much. But yeah, I like that. I like how it's tough. I like how it's tough out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, I here's the thing. I wanted to do Chicago. I wanted to do so bad. I actually had a judge suggest to me, Ashley, just chill out for a second to bring your best for next time. Because I'm definitely gonna have to bring my best for the next, especially the Arnold UK. Yeah, it's a big show. Yeah. I want to do the Chicago though. <laughs>
0: Mm. I know. Oh well. Is that? It's like I'm, I'm forgetting the shows. Uh, is that one you've won Chicago before? I've no. never competed in Chicago. Oh yeah.
1: Never. Darn. Yeah. Oh well.
0: Um, yeah. There will well, be more. There will be Chicago next year, maybe.
1: But yeah, hopefully I can jump back in in August. We'll
0: see. Yeah. We'll August. S-
1: August shows are
0: good yeah we'll push it a little bit push those but it's great we got some good workouts we're gonna yeah. have some fun relax True. relax the mind and body digestive system give us a little bit more food yeah mm-hmm. so be good
1: and uh in case you guys didn't notice the last show I tried a suit oh yeah a Tell suit us about that it. Adam always wanted me to try the Royal blue Bonilla blue
0: <laughs> is that what we named it
1: um we're called Bonilla blue. It's pla- also called Planet Neptune. Okay. <laughs> but in the, how we're speaking, vanilla blue. Okay. Um, but yeah, I wore that. And um, I'll be honest, I I didn't like it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, this is, it's. it's, it's it, it was, okay, disclaimer, it was pretty. It was great. It was gorgeous and it looked great on me. And I got so many compliments how good it looked on me. But the reason why it looks good on me is because it looks good on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's a safe color. It's a very safe color. I felt so basic I felt like to I I I don't like to conform that much yeah like I don't I'm not like gonna go out with a like a highlighter yellow suit but I don't like to conform like to that
0: (laughs) so yeah so she did she's like okay I'll wear it I'll wear it it took a long time to get her to wear it right and so I'm super biased on it and I'm like yeah she's gonna do it is I love the color on her and when I see her in blue here I'm like it looks awesome on you it does but then in that call out, in the initial call out uh, grouping, the comparisons, I think it was seven girls, and I think five of them were wearing some very, vari- six of them were wearing some variation of like purple or blue, and then one was wearing something different. I was, she was like, "Don't you, do you feel like it's I'm blending with everyone?" And I was like, "Yeah, I can't make the argument that you're not like you're you're right. Like we'll go with back with the green." So she switched back to the green. Yeah. So here's
1: <laughs> the thing: the blue. That is like the most popular color, and not even just the first call. like the most of the show, even the amateurs. Like, I bet you if you look at most girls competing, they're probably over 50% of them are wearing some shade of blue, but green is harder to pull off. And that's why I like to wear green. Yeah. It's harder. Not everyone can pull off a green. No, you're right. But almost like I want to say like 95% of people can pull off blue. Well, especially that royal blue. Yeah, It's a very safe color. So don't get me wrong. It was gorgeous. And maybe it's a great color for people that like to play it safe like that and that don't know how to to experiment or doesn't want to experiment like that. Like there are people that just like, okay, let me just, here's a good analogy. You know how like when girls go out, the go-to is like a little black dress and you'll see a lot of girls wearing black because it looks good on everyone. Just the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> a little too basic for my liking. Just a little bit too basic. But it's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely stunning, and it did look good on me. It did.
0: Yeah, you found you found your color. You have so green or red.
1: Yep, green or red. Yep. I can go. I can go back and forth. Maybe I'm filling. Maybe I'll do a red next. Who knows?
0: Red pops too. you. Yeah. I like
1: that red with the the blue circle around it. I'm, so you got a touch of the blue in there. Yeah, yeah. And it's still too many I colors. I
0: am thankful that you tried it and you got out of your comfort yeah. zone. Yeah, no, it was, it. when I saw you in the room, I was like, this is awesome. This looks great. And then when you came, I was like, okay, yeah. What's funny too is, um, <laughs> Tori, Tori thought the same thing. She's like, and I was like, she said it to you. I was like, don't, don't tell her that. It was funny. She's like, she's like, you came out, and I wasn't sure it was you. And I'm like, which is exactly your biggest fear. You're like, she's like, that girl looks like kind of like a Latin Ashley. <laughs> You're a tan, Latin I guess. <laughs> she was My like, she was, yeah. So I was like, I was like, okay, I guess we're gonna switch to green. <laughs> After
1: that, it was pretty funny. You know, I might bring it back. Yeah. Maybe when blue becomes less popular. <laughs> oh yeah. If everyone
0: gets green, then you go blue. <laughs>
1: no, I don't think everyone's gonna get green because it's harder to pull off. I'm telling you. It's hard to pull yeah,
0: off. I will say that. It's the undertones of the skin have to have you know, to go with it. I
1: wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to doing like a, like the Planet Earth suit, which is kind of like a bluish green. That one's nice. It's like been, bluish. Still gots, it's still a green base. You
0: know what's been growing on me is the opposite tones on the suits lately, and I didn't think that I would ever really like that, but going with like I saw a red suit with blue.
1: Oh, I saw that too. The girl and that I was planet. like, I
0: like that, and I didn't think I would because one of my favorite suits is purple with blue stones. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite suits I've ever seen. And, um, and I, so I always knew I liked the cool with the cool, right? But then the the warm with the cool, I was like, oh, okay. Just like my Arnold Green suit. with the blue is kind of there, too, kind of, right? No, that's so the
1: same. that's
0: Same tones? Well, yeah. Color wheel?
1: Yeah, but the blue with the red, what I had at the Arnold. Yeah. So the one girl you saw backstage had the opposite of me. She had blue outside, red inside, uh, I think. Oh, okay. But she had a more thick outline, so. Um, but no, I like that, too. It's really cool.
0: I like how the suits are they're changing a little bit. yeah
1: they're getting like all ombre and fancy
0: bikini's been the, the the it's been like the biggest division with the slowest evolution of shows have you noticed that like you see the women's physique suits the figure suits are all uh-huh. these crazy designs and you yeah. can't wear that in bikini yeah
1: right? you'll see like zebras and stuff and the figure like you yeah with bikini it's usually just like a solid it was always- or a little speckles of Different stones, but nothing like a pattern. Yeah, but now we're getting like ombres. So you're getting there. We're you getting know,
0: there. see, I had I had one girl once wear a uh, American flag, that wasn't because of me. Like everyone's like, "Oh, Adam, you did." I didn't do that. It was a <laughs> it was a show. It was a pro show too on July Fourth weekend. Um, and so she wore like a USA suit, which she had fun with it. I mean, you know, she knew like she knew going into it that it was, it was just like a fun thing, but, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was fun, but I don't think, yeah, that's probably not the go-to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that does sound cool. Yeah, I like it. Pushing boundaries. Yeah. I will never be that risky where I'm doing like something totally crazy. Cause I don't want to be like that. I'm not going to invent my own poses or anything like that, but.
0: I've done good with the lime green before the highlighter lime green before, but, um, like Pro car, but not pro show. Yeah, thing, I don't even never... know
1: if I would get that crazy. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I do have my electric kale suit from Angel Competition Bikinis, the one I wore at Denver my high. That's probably as light as I'll go as yeah. far as green, because I don't want to get pastelly or too in the realm of like maybe yellow. I don't know. Maybe I don't
0: know. <laughs> anyway, so you have any? So we'll finish it off on any regrets of suits. You have any regrets of suits or any wish you would have with suits? I mean, the
1: first. Competition ever did. I wore like a Target suit, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I bleached my hair blonde, and I did my own tan from like a salon. It wasn't even a competition tan. Yeah,
0: remember you sent me those pictures. I didn't even. I would have never guessed that was you.
1: I've come a long way. Yeah, I've. I just didn't have anybody to tell me or guide me in that. It was
0: yeah, YouTube wasn't really a thing. Yeah. Like yeah, like there wasn't uh, it's, now. It's so much easier to find information. Right. Yeah.
1: Or they can just hit up the Bikini and the Brain podcast. Yeah. Drops every Monday around noon. Bird. Good job on us for actually doing it Monday this time. Because, yes. Yeah, we been Tuesday. a little bit. Yeah. Well, the one Tuesday I missed completely because I was so jet-lagged from Canada. But you took that one over. Everyone liked that one. That one was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's good, good, good to have a go-to.
0: We want to have you. I want to have you. You'll do one one day. Be cool. Like all bikini, no brain.
1: All <laughs> bikini and no brain. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. That's, no brain that, involved. That one. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> oh, so funny.
0: <laughs> that's our that's our sound effect. I'm trying to get my sound effects in as often as I can. I have a yeah, list here. Utilize it. It's pretty it's pretty good. So, I guess with that is that is that our episode here? I
1: think so.
0: That was a good one. Let's see if the audience thinks so. They uh, they approve. Seems like you guys can settle down. You settle down.
1: okay that's enough guys it's enough we get it yeah
0: it's arthur only arthur (laughs) wow
1: what a good cheerleader he is
0: he's great all right so anyway guys thank you so much and we'll talk to you next time